The water ghost of Harrowby Hall. Part, part three. You mean to tell me that on every Christmas Eve that I don't happen to have somebody in that guest chamber, you are going to haunt me wherever I may be, ruining my whiskey, taking all the curl out of my hair, extinguishing my fire, and soaking me through to the skin? Demanded the master. You have stated the case, old boy. And what is more, said the water ghost, it doesn't make the slightest difference where you are. If I find that room empty, wherever you may be, I shall douse you with my spectral Here the clock struck one, and immediately the apparition faded away. It was perhaps more of a trickle than a fade, but as a disappearance, it was complete. By St. George and his dragon, ejaculated the master of Harrowby, wringing his hands. It is guineas to hot cross buns that next Christmas there's an occupant of the spare room or I spend the night in a bathtub. But the master of Harrowby would have lost his wager had there been anyone there to take him up. For when Christmas Eve came again, he was in his grave, never having recovered from the coal contracted that awful night. Harrowby Hall was closed, and the heir to the estate was in London where to him in his chambers came the same experience that his father had gone through, saving only that being younger and stronger, he survived the shock. Everything in his room was ruined. His clocks were rusted in the works. A fine collection of watercolor drawings was entirely obliterated by the onslaught of the water ghost. And what was worse, the apartments below his were drenched with water soaking through the floors, a damage for which he was compelled to pay and which resulted in his being requested by his landlady to vacate the premises immediately. The story of the visitation inflicted upon his family had gone abroad, and no one could be got to invite him out to any function save afternoon teas and receptions. Fathers of daughters declined to permit him to remain in their houses later than eight o'clock at night, not knowing but that some emergency might arise in the supernatural world, which would require the unexpected appearance of the water ghost in this on nights other than Christmas Eve, and before the mystic hour when weary churchyards, ignoring the rules which are supposed to govern polite society, begin to yawn. Nor would the maids themselves have aught to do with it, fearing the destruction by the sudden incursion of aqueous femininity of the costumes which they held most dear. So the heir of Harrowby Hall resolved, as his ancestors for several generations before him had resolved, that something must be done. His first thought was to make one of his servants occupy the haunted room at the crucial moment, but in this he failed because the servants themselves knew the history of the room and rebelled. None of his friends would consent to sacrifice their personal comfort to his, nor was there to be found in all England a man so poor as to be willing to occupy the doomed chamber on Christmas Eve for pay. Then the thought came to the heir to have the fireplace in the room enlarged so that he might evaporate the ghost at its first appearance. And he was felicitating himself upon the ingenuity of his plan when he remembered what his father had told him, how that no fire could withstand the lady's extremely contagious dampness. And then he bethought himself of steam pipes. These, he remembered, could lie hundreds of feet deep in water and still retain sufficient heat 
to drive the water away in vapor. And as a result of this thought, the haunted room was heated by steam to a withering degree. And the air for six months attended daily the Turkish baths, so that when Christmas Eve came, he could himself withstand the awful temperature of the room. The scheme was only partially successful. The water ghost appeared at the specified time and found the air of Harabi prepared. But hot as the room was, it shortened her visit by no more than five minutes in the hour, during which time the nervous system of the young master was well nigh shattered, and the room itself was cracked and warped to an extent which required the outlay of a large sum of money to remedy. Blasphemous Radio. Halloween Spooktacular 2014!